0: Now, here's your host of Long-Term Care Radio, Brian Ott.
1: You know, traditionally, long-term care insurance has been a product that has been marketed to the middle class as something that you need. And I think this is one of the biggest mistakes that the insurance industry and many of the visors over the years has made. Now, this what you do when you say that is it's like this has taken all of the complexities of an extended healthcare situation and it's dumbed it down to a money proposition. Meaning that if you have enough money to pay for your care, you don't need to worry about it. You, you don't need to worry about the financial. You don't need to worry about the physical or the emotional consequences of a long-term care situation because somewhere there's that magically marked, you know, that, that number out there that says, Hey, you're okay. You don't need to worry about it. So, you know, the industry's always said, well, you know, the wealthy people are just going to pay their own way, and, and the poor people are going to end up on Medicaid, and the you know the the rich people, well, guess what? They've got enough money. They can just pay for their care, so they don't need to worry about it. But there are multiple problems with this approach. Number one, how much is a long-term care situation really going to cost? When you end up in that long-term care situation, What what's the magnitude of it? I mean, it's like your house catching on fire. Does the whole thing burn down, or is it a small kitchen fire? We just don't know. So that being said, we don't really know what the magical number is. Yeah, if you're a billionaire, you're probably not going to run out of money. But if, you know, can you spend a million dollars in a long-term care situation? Absolutely. I have clients that have gone through over $3 million estates before. And then most of it, it's a, you know, when you're self-funding, a lot of it's just inefficiency, having to sell assets at the wrong time and pay taxes and things like that. Number two, when you're thinking about it just from a money point of view, who is going to manage your care? When you need it, who's going to actually pick up the phone and find you the the care that you need? Is your financial advisor going to do that? Is your banker going to do that? Is your power of attorney going to do that? Is that going to be dumped on your kids that obviously, you know, maybe they have a ton of experience with, but probably not. You know, who's handling the care coordination once you are on claim? Who is auditing the bills from the from the providers making sure that they're not double dinging you who knows what medicare actually pays for in acute situations when you go to the doctor or the hospital you know or you have some medical help mixed in there with your long term care who handles all those expenses okay that's another problem you really have to think about and who is who, who is finding the right level of care and understands your options when you're you're in that extended healthcare situation so these are things you just all have to think about you know which assets are you going to convert to income, and what I mean by that is a lot of advisors look at it, the balance sheet and say, "Oh, you've got four million dollars. You're fine. You don't need to worry about it." But really, break it down. You got you know two million dollars of real estate, you've got a million and a half dollars in an IRA account, and then you got some other investments spread out. It's like, well, what what asset are you going to convert first, and what are the taxes going to be? Um, what you know. And I'll tell you, people forget about that. And then we have a chart that shows that. You know, if you get long-term care insurance, you're paying thirty-three cents or less for a dollar of care. But if you're using a retirement account, you're paying a dollar thirty, a dollar forty, because you've got to net out that dollar to pay for that dollar of care. So that's what I mean for that. So, you know, bottom line is simply having money does not solve the ongoing problems and the complexities of a long-term care situation. And many people with money are still going to suffer and get frustrated and just struggle dealing with what needs to be done in these care situations. So I'm going to tell you something too today. As an advisor who sells long-term care insurance, I think honestly the truth is nobody needs long-term care insurance. The industry says the middle class need it. I said, no, they really don't. Nobody needs long-term care insurance. There's no magical amount of money that you can just say, oh, you don't need to worry about it if you have this amount of money. Or if you if you have less than this, you need to get it. I'd say nobody needs it. And what I mean by that is, you know, let's think about this. The poor people in this country, they're going to go straight to Medicaid. And remember, half of Americans are 45%, give or take go into retirement with Social Security and less than $5,000 of liquid assets. You know, they might have a $100 pension or $200 pension from some temporary job, but most people are just living paycheck to paycheck off of Social Security. You know, almost half of them. So those people are going to go straight to Medicaid. They don't have assets to spend down. The wealthy people will just simply spin their own assets down and pay the taxes when they're converting those assets to income, but they're not going to run out of money. And how wealthy do you have to be? I don't know. You know, is it two million? Is it ten million? Again, we don't know the magnitude of the situation, so we're just, you know, stereotyping when we say wealthy. And then the middle class, the, 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 that segment of people that the insurance industry and the advisors have always said, well, you might want to look into long-term care insurance because you're going to need it. I don't think they do either, because truthfully. They're going to spend their assets down, and what they're going to risk is that they run out of their assets, they spend them all down, but guess what? Then they're right back onto the safety net program. So regardless of whether you have long-term care insurance or not, you're going to get the care. It just might not be the care that you want, but you're going to get the care. And if you end up on the safety net program, you just got to be willing to pay you know, that price, ultimately the price of lo- losing control of your care options, being broke, but there is a safety net program there. So when I say nobody needs long-term care insurance, I'm saying, yeah, let's break this down from a need to a want. A lot of people want long-term care insurance. And if you don't need it, why would you get it? Well, the same reason why we get other insurances out there, the same reason why people that have their homes paid for still have homeowners insurance, the same reason why a lot of people working have disability insurance and life insurance. They want the benefits that that insurance provides. And I will tell you, you know, you know, People without insurance, you know, kick themselves as soon as they end up in a long-term care situation. I don't know anybody that has ever been in a long-term care situation that says, "Gosh, you know, you know." Come to think of it, my mutual fund's done really well. I, I just I didn't need to buy this long-term care insurance. I wish I wouldn't have bought that. I, I could have just paid for this myself. No one's ever said that to me. So the, the whole idea is that you know the insurance is there to protect the rest of your assets, also protect your family. And what many advisors miss today is how these new asset-based plans work, meaning that, guess what? We can now set up an insurance plan that can give us a lifetime long-term care benefit, tax-free, protect our assets, protect our family members, and, oh, by the way, if we don't use it, we get our money back. I mean, I'd insure everything in my life that way. I would love to insure my home that way because it's like I do the math and I sit there and say, gosh, you know, over 30 years, I'm going to shell out, you know, $40,000, 50000 of insurance premium. I'm not making a claim. I'd be happy if they gave me half of that money back. And so a lot of people miss that these asset-based plans do that. And it's like for wealthy people, having an asset-based plan is just a better way to self-insure. Now, what if you don't have a big estate? What if you're not considered wealthy, but you have a smaller nest egg? Does it still make sense to have long-term care insurance? Well, of course it does. Absolutely. And, it, and again, so the industry is right in this sense where they're saying, hey, they marketed people as a need. I just don't think it's a need proposition. I think it's a want proposition. And there's a lot of reasons why you might want long-term care insurance if you don't have a big estate. And I got a question this week that, that came in through our website at 525longtermcare.com. And this was from one of our listeners to the show. And they said, we have good retirement income but not a lot of assets. Do you have options that would make sense for us that don't require a large deposit into a plan? So obviously, you know, you listen to long-term care radio, we focus a lot on the asset-based plans because again, that's where the majority of the market is. And that's where the majority of new dollars are going or to these plans that pay you back. But for people that don't have a bunch of assets to move over to a plan, are there options out there that make sense? Well, of course there are. You bet. And, And there's a lot of These traditional plans out there that are what we call pay-as-you-go, and they have one secret that nobody knows about in most cases, and it's they qualify for the state partnership programs. Now, the state partnership program is a program that's available in 47 states right now. I think we're still waiting on Alaska, Hawaii, and Arkansas, if I'm not mistaken, to get their programs put in place. But the idea of the state partnership program is it's really a second benefit that comes by having a traditional pay-as-you-go long-term care insurance plan. And it was designed to help you protect assets if you end up in a long-term care situation. And I will just tell you right now that, you know... When we look at people that are trying to set up a long-term care plan, there's several things that people are trying to do. Number one is usually they don't want to be a burden on their family, but number two, it's like protect your assets, what nest egg you have, and that could be a small nest egg or it could be a large nest egg, but it's also to help you keep, you know, stay in control of your care options, so to speak. And that's something that long-term care insurance does very well because it gives you a dedicated source of money so that you can get the caregivers that you want. In the location that you want and the state partnership program is a program that is just designed to reward you for getting a traditional plan and we're gonna learn about that today on the show I want to spend some time going over what the state partnership plan is how it works and why it might be of value to somebody with a smaller estate so I'm gonna get into that when we get back I've got to take a quick break so stick around I'll be right back
0: Avoid the mistake of paying unnecessary taxes, guarantee the quality of your care, and preserve your legacy and wealth by setting up your own tax-free long-term care plan. Learn more by attending Brian's free live webinar class. Sign up now at 525longtermcare.com.
2: As we age, we can't always plan on good health, but you can plan long-term care coverage to give peace of mind to you and your family. Hey, it's Mandy Connell, and a great way to learn about long-term care is to join my friends from 525 Advisors for their upcoming free long-term care planning live webinar. You'll learn so much. 525 Advisors will explain how long-term care works, what the coverage pays for, and you'll discover all the new options and different ways to fund a plan. They even have plans with lifetime benefits that pay you back if you never use it. Then when you're ready, 525 Advisors will design a custom plan with you, just like they're doing for my husband and me right now. I love how much time they've spent with us, and it's not just me. Read the reviews. People love working with Brian and Madeline at 525 Advisors. So get the great peace of mind long-term care coverage gives you. Go to 525longtermcare.com and sign up for the next free live webinar. That's 525longtermcare.com, 525longtermcare.com.
1: Hi, this is Brian Ott with 525 Advisors. Over the years, I've had the opportunity to protect many people and their families with long-term care planning. However, I've also seen how long-term care events devastate families and turn the last years for the family into their worst years. Many people believe the downside from a long-term care situation is limited to financial loss. Yet often, it's the emotional damage that lingers and hurts the family members the most. Watching a loved one go through their savings is one thing, but watching a loved one lose their dignity is far worse. Long-term care insurance provides a dedicated source of funds to help pay for your care when you need it. But more importantly, it provides you with a team of trained professionals that will help you and your family manage your care. Learn how you can stay in control of your care options, maintain your dignity, and protect the people you care about most by attending one of our upcoming live webinars. Sign up today at 525LongTermCare.com. That's 525LongTermCare.com.
0: Are you confused about the best way to protect your family and savings? Get answers now by listening to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, Certified Long-Term Care Planning Specialist with 525 Advisors.
1: And welcome back. Thanks for tuning in to Long-Term Care Radio this weekend. So uh, you heard the ads there. We do have a couple of classes coming up um, this month. Believe it or not, we are in April. Um and so the classes are going to be, we have the 16th and the 21st. So that's a Saturday and a Thursday. The Saturday class kicks off Saturday morning. So that's going to be 8 a.m. Pacific time. It's going to be 9 a.m. Rocky Mountain time. And then that following Thursday, the 21st, we're going to kick that off at 3 in the afternoon Pacific time, 4 in the afternoon Rocky Mountain time. So depending on where you're listening to us, you can find that information on our website at 525longtermcare.com. Just click attend an event. And we will send you out a link and you can jump on. And you're going to, it's a live class. So you're going to get to interact with me and send questions in. And, um, you know, it's just a, it's a great way we've been doing this for a long time. We've been doing it over the web now since COVID and it's working out really well. So again, April classes on our calendar. You can jump on our website at 525longtermcare.com. So, what if you have good income, but you don't have a big chunk of extra assets? Um, you feel comfortable putting into a long-term care insurance plan. Well, often the best course of action in these situations is to set up a traditional pay-as-you-go plan that qualifies for the state partnership program. Traditional plans versus asset-based plans. Asset-based plans are just simply the plans that are going to pay you back. There's some other asset. There's some other value to that plan. A traditional plan are the plans that have been around since the 1970s they are traditional pure risk insurance a lot of people say use it or lose it but well truthfully that's what our homeowner's insurance is and our car insurance and you know our health insurance I mean gosh I I can't tell you how much premiums I pay in health insurance and I never use it so that's just the way insurance works it's pure risk insurance we're trying to insure a catastrophic event Um, they've been around since the 1970s they provide the same coverage pay for the same you know benefits as an asset based plan but because they're pure insurance, they're generally going to be less money. You're, you're paying into them over time as opposed to paying over a shorter amount of time like some of our asset-based plans, if you've heard us on the radio talk about. Payments are usually made until you go on claim. Now, this is called waiver of premium. This means I'm going to set up my plan. I'm going to start making payments. But as soon as I become eligible for long-term care services, I stop making my payments. That's called waiver of premium. They're treated as health insurance so that they can be deductible for a business owner. Um, there's tax deductions there. If you have a health savings account, if you're a C corporation, you can write a hundred percent of the uh, premiums off. If you're a business owner, like an S corp or a partnership or a, a, a you know, an LLC tax as a partnership, it doesn't matter. Even a sole proprietor, you can deduct out of the business up to set IRS limits each year based on your age. And on traditional plans, there's a wide variety of ways to design these. There's not a traditional plan out there. You can design your traditional plan and there's a lot of features you can put on them. Like shared care benefits, that means you have a bucket of money, your spouse has a bucket of money. If you run out of years, you can dip into your spouse's or vice versa. They have joint plans where two people are on one lifetime benefit plan. You can do that on a traditional plan. We have inflation riders available. Inflation riders simply grow the benefit over time. So think of that as a compounding effect. If I have a 3% inflation rider, I'm going to grow the value of my policy and my benefit by 3% every year. They have joint waiver of premium, which is something that I use almost exclusively on all of my plans because the cost is minimal, but it provides tremendous benefit because the first person that goes on claim that way starts receiving benefit. The premium for both policies are waived. Um, You even have a choice of elimination periods. I did a show on elimination periods a while back. Elimination periods are how long you have to wait before. You start receiving your long-term care benefit, so its standard is 90 days, but you can buy it down to 30 days or 60 days or zero days, or you can push it out the other way and go up to a year even. So there's a little bit of flexibility there. And then the last great benefit of these traditional plans you have to be aware of that asset-based plans don't offer is state partnership program protection. And that's what we're going to learn about today. The State Partnership Program is a program designed, if the if the plan is designed correctly, your traditional plan, you're going to get this benefit for free, and it's going to give you an extra layer of protection. So let's find out about that right now. What is the State Partnership Program? Well, the State Partnership Program is, is – you know, in fact, you know, it started with four states originally. So we had New York, we had Indiana, we had Connecticut, and we had California. Those were the four states that had the original state partnership programs. And the idea was, how do you, um, how do you, you, you protect, you know, the the growing budget for Medicaid? Because remember, the states and the federal government split the cost of Medicaid. So how do we lessen the effects of that? And so what they came up with as they said, and this was the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation, independent consulting said, look, why don't we reward people for buying private insurance? Because what that does is that makes the private insurance company the first payer of record as opposed to the federal government and the state governments. And so they started this program. And then as it finally, you know, it got squashed for a while, like everything does in the government. And then it came back under President Bush when he signed a new bill that said yes okay so now the states can start growing the state partnership program so nearly all the states have it right now and the idea is to reward you for getting long-term care insurance by allowing you to protect assets from medicaid spend down and what i mean by that is let's just a single person your health is compromised you need help you're going to start paying for all your care you have to spend all of your liquid assets down to two thousand dollars if you own a home then you can keep your home, apply for Medicaid, but Medicaid will put a lien on your home and try to recapture any money they pay you out of the equity of your home after you pass away. So again, Medicaid is a safety net program. You basically impoverish yourself. And oh, by the way, remember, your income gets turned over first. So if you get stuck in a Medicaid nursing home, they're taking your pension and your Social Security, and they're using that to pay for your long-term care first before Medicaid kicks in on the reimbursement. So the idea with the state partnership program was saying, hey, we are going to reward people for getting private long-term care insurance by allowing them to get Medicaid without having to spend all of their assets down. And the way the program works is in most states, it's going to work on what they call a dollar-for-dollar basis. And that means that if your long-term care insurance, remember it's just a bucket of money, you designed it, and if you had $200,000 of long-term care insurance and you used all of it, and you still need help. You can apply for Medicaid. Well, traditionally, Medicaid would say, well, you've got to spend your assets down to 2000 But because you have a state partnership qualified plan, they're going to look at that and say, well, your insurance company paid out $200,000 already on you. You've exhausted your benefits from your insurance plan. You can now qualify for Medicaid by keeping $200,000 of your assets plus the $2,000 that the state's going to give you. So really, you could have $202,000 of liquid assets and still qualify for Medicaid. So that's the reward. That's how it works. Now, I said most states do dollar for dollar. There are a few states like Indiana, which says we're going to protect the entire amount. And I think New Jersey is the other state that does that. We're going to protect all of your assets, but you have to have you know a minimum of $350,000 of long-term care insurance. They set some kind of standard there that you have to have. Most states, though, like Colorado, Washington, for instance, Arizona, it's dollar for dollar. You can have $50,000 of long-term care insurance. They don't make you buy a specific amount. They just make the only requirement is if you're under age 76, you've got to have some kind of inflation rider on the policy, meaning the benefit grows. So that's really what these plans were designed to do is help you protect assets from the Medicaid spend-down rules. Now, this is a great benefit for somebody that has a smaller estate, So, again, if I've got, you know, my biggest concern is I could go into a long-term care situation, I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know what the magnitude is. If I've got a billion dollars, well, I can say, well, I'm not going to run out of money, so I'll just, you know, whatever, I'll just let somebody else figure out all my care options and do all that stuff. But for the rest of us, we're going to look at this and we're going to say, well, if I have a smaller estate, I could be devastated in two years on claim. I could go on claim and wipe through all my assets in two years, and then I would be stuck on the Medicaid system. And remember, the average claim from an insurance company point of view, the average number of years that they pay out for is four years. A third of the people die within a year. So really, when we do the third grade math and we average that out again, considering the third that die within 12 months, if you make it a year, you're probably going to make it about five and a half years on claim. That's really an average. So... When we're looking at that, and you're saying, "Well, gosh, I've got enough assets I could blow through in two years," and I'm completely broke, I'm on Medicaid, I'm a ward of the state; they are deciding my care. Well, that's kind of a bad position to be in. So, under the state partnership program, we say, "Well, what if the first two years of your journey were paid by a private insurance company? Then you could protect assets on a dollar for dollar basis, and still apply for Medicaid. So now you're on Medicaid, and instead of being broke." you have some assets that you're in control of. And the nice thing about that is when you pass away, if you protected assets under the state partnership rules, the state is not going to go back in and try to recapture those assets after you pass away. Without long-term care insurance, without that state partnership qualified plan, that's exactly what would happen. You would go on claim, you would spend through your money, Medicaid would step in, and then Medicaid would put a lien on any assets that you have left. And usually it's your house because you have to spend your look with assets down to $2,000, your life insurance, cash value, all that has to be spent down. So most people are just you know impoverished when they get on Medicaid, but they still might own a house. It's just the problem is there's going to be a lien on that house. Well, under the state partnership program, if you had a $300,000 house and you had a $300,000 long-term care insurance policy, you could protect 100% of the value of that house pass it on to the family and still get help from Medicaid. If you had $300,000 in an IRA or savings or cash, you could protect 100% of that and still end up getting help from Medicaid. So that's the beauty of the state partnership program. And I will tell you folks that the states learn the hard way you know that 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 this makes a lot of sense and they're looking for options to keep people from going straight to the medicaid system because again a third of the people die within a year of the file a claim for long term care well the same is on medicaid but it's like once you start out at medicaid that's just a very expensive proposition for the states and the federal government so this is really designed to help get people that are motivated motivate them really to look into getting a, even a small plan because that's going to make that private insurance company the payer of record, and it's going to protect you. And You could still leave an estate to your family versus having to wipe everything out in order to qualify for Medicaid. So I need to take a quick break for the news here, but um, stick around because when I come back, I'm going to introduce you to Drew and Megan, who's the client of our week this week, and I'm going to show you how we put a traditional state partnership program in place and I'm going to talk you through the process and why we ended up settling on that design. We'll be right back.
0: Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, providing valuable insight to protect you in the event of an extended health care situation. Learn more by attending one of Brian's free live webinar classes this month. Sign up now at 525LongTermCare.com, 525LongTermCare.com. Staying in control of your care options is a better alternative than letting the government decide for you. Welcome back to Long Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, Certified Long Term Care Planning Specialist with 525 Advisors.
1: And welcome back, and thanks again for tuning in to Long Term Care Radio so um, if you 're new to long term care radio this is just an educational show we 're just going to bring up you know some information that you might need to know about long term care and, and th- um, things to think about when you're you 're thinking about planning for you know your retirement years especially because that 's generally when most long term care events happen. not always about a third of the claims are for people under age sixty five but it 's a general rule that 's kind of when we start thinking about long term care is when we 're looking at it in the future and so Every week during the bottom of the hour, we're going to bring to you what we call a client of the week. And the client of the week is just an example of somebody that we help put a plan in force or in place and kind of what we did, how did we get to the point, and why did we choose the plan that we did. And this week, I want to introduce you to Drew, who is 60, and Megan, who is 56, now, both Drew and Megan are still working, and they said they're probably going to work for another five years. They're uh, both educators. They have two grown children, two grandchildren at this point, And their goal in retirement is to, you know, spend as much time with the family but to also, you know, bounce around the world a little bit and travel, especially if, you know, we can get back get past this COVID thing where we can all get back out there and start traveling. So that's something that they're kind of hoping to do. Now, their concerns, the reason why they came to see is, number one, becoming a burden on their children. Um, They just don't want to go through that. Drew's mother had to move in with his older sister when her health became compromised. And his older sister was not able to take care of her to the end of her life. In fact, she ended up in a Medicaid nursing home the last eight months of her life. And I think that was pretty hard on Drew and his sister and the family. And they just realized you know, how brutal and how difficult that situation is. They felt like they lost control. And so they're trying to avoid that. They do not want to go broke and end up on Medicaid. They're worried about leaving you know, each other um, financially strapped. If one of them, if, they, if their health is compromised and they burn through their assets and then the other one lives a long time and they just don't have a lot of money. So that is something that they're concerned about as well too. They would like to age in place, um, stay out of a nursing home. So again, that's kind of one of their goals is to stay in the house at their end. Uh, some of the things that we found out about them when we started talking about them, or start talking with them, both of them are in excellent health with no issues at all. So they, they are not limited on their options at all, which is really good. And what I mean by that is your health is what determines your eligibility. Some plans are going to underwrite more stringent than others. And so for them, they had absolutely no issues at all. So they could get qualified with any plan out there that was um, available. They both will have lifetime retirement in the form of pensions from work. So when they retire, they will both have pensions. Both of them will qualify for Social Security. Um, they have their home paid for. It. They both have small IRAs. I mean, most of their their retirement saving is through that pension, that defined benefit. But they did put a little bit of money into IRAs along the way as well, too. So they have some, you know, small rainy day, you know, IRAs basically is what they call them. And they have some cash savings, which is earmarked as their travel fund. They've been very dil- diligent about you know, taking a few trips when they could, but saving money so that they can maybe take some more uh, lengthy trips when they retire. So they've got a little bit of cash set aside for that. Their income in retirement will be pretty close to what they're making right now working, which is a really nice position for them. So again, they're going to have good income. They're going to be able to pay all their bills they've got their budget worked out they should have a little bit of extra money to save and so they're feeling pretty comfortable about where they're at in retirement as far as income but they just don't have a big nest egg you know they don't have the big million dollar 401k or anything like that so that's a little bit about them financially where they're at so what did we do for for drew and megan well Number one, you know, they wanted a plan. They wanted to be able to protect themselves to some degree, but they didn't have a big chunk of money. They wanted to move over to an asset-based plan. So what we decided to look at was a traditional plan, something that we could fund over time. Now, you can fund some of these asset-based plans. In fact, I've got two carriers that will fund them over a lifetime, meaning that you just pay until you go on claim like a traditional plan, and they still have a death benefit, and they still have some cash value to them. But... You know, that's great if you if you want all those features But the thing about a traditional plan is a traditional plan gives you that extra benefit that it will qualify for the state partnership program So we sometimes don't have to design, you know, such a grandiose plan Otherwise like a lifetime benefit or something like that So we ended up sticking in the traditional arena because this was just a really good fit for them and this is how we set up the plan This is how it's going to work Each of them will get an initial monthly benefit of $6,000. So when I talk about initial benefit, picture your bucket of money. They can each take $6,000 out of their own bucket of money. Inside that bucket of money is $150,000 today. So we have just a little bit over two years of coverage, meaning that if they go on claim today and they pull out as much as they can every month, the plan would last them a minimum of just over two years. Now, the plan's going to have a 3% compound inflation rider on it. And what that simply says is that that bucket of money, the $150,000, is growing by 3%. And the monthly benefit is growing by 3%. That's $6,000. And what that means is if we go out, you know, number one, you you need that inflation rider to make it a partnership qualified plan. But if you go out 30 years, now they have $14,564 each. And they have $364,000 in their bucket of money. So they each have $364,000 down the road. So that's what we mean by inflation, riders. It's not tied to inflation. It's just that it's going to grow in the ideas that can keep up with the rising costs or keep up with inflation so that your $6,000 today still feels like $6,000 20 years down the road, 25, 30 years down the road. That's the idea of that. It has a joint waiver of premium on it. Now, this is another feature. I do this on almost all of our traditional plans because the cost is is minimal. But what it means is it says if one of them, it doesn't matter if it's Drew or Megan, goes on claim, as soon as one person goes on claim, it's going to waive the premiums for both of them. So that's a joint waiver premium. And this is just a really nice feature that they allow. It also has a shared care benefit rider on it. So, again, shared care. Remember, Drew has a bucket of money. Megan has a bucket of money. They're each $150,000 today. They're both growing, you know, 24 years down the road. They're each going to have $300,000 in their bucket of money and 12000 a month. Well, if one of them goes through their bucket of money, so say Drew has a stroke. He ends up in long-term care. He burns through all of his long-term care insurance. He has the option to go and dip into Megan's and use some of Megan's. He can use all but one year's worth of coverage and vice versa. So that's a shared care benefit. What that says is it basically just allows you some flexibility. If you use up all your insurance, you can use some of your spouses. And by the way, if one of them pass away, so if Drew has that stroke and dies, well, then his entire bucket of money is passed over to Megan. And Megan does not have her, her premium stays the same. She does not have to pay for the premium for for what Drew was paying. So that's a really nice benefit. We love that shared care plan because in a married couple, two healthy people, we don't know who's going to end up in long-term care or who's the first one going to be. And so it just gives us a little bit more flexibility. This plan also has a cash benefit option. And what I mean by that is if they went on claim today, one of them went on claim, they could say, well, you have up to $6,000 a month. Well, maybe they don't need that. Maybe they just need somebody coming in two days a week for a couple hours at a time. They can take a cash benefit for 25% of their monthly benefit. So they could take $1,500 in cash. They can use that cash to hire informal care, do whatever they want. The other, now think about it, they have $6,000 today. So if they were taking $1,500 a month out of that plan, well, then the, the basically the other $3500 is just or or um, $4500 I'm sorry is just going to stay in that plan in that bucket and it's going to continue to grow with the inflation for them to use. So you don't lose that benefit. It's just an option they're saying, "Hey, if you don't need the full monthly benefit, we'll give you 25% of your monthly benefit and that benefit grows with inflation rider right too." So, you know, 20 years down the road, that monthly benefit would be in cash would be 2708 or their full monthly benefit would be $10,800. So again, just a real nice feature that gives them a little bit of flexibility maybe you just need somebody to come in a few hours a week to help out just take the cash benefit the rest of the money stays in your bucket and it continues to grow this plan also has a concierge claim support so this is one of the better it's the best traditional company out there i will just tell you because they offer great great claim support so they're going to have somebody that your family can contact and they're going to guide you through the process make sure that You help get you the care that you need, make sure your plan of care that your doctor wrote is met, and they're going to have claim specialists and work with Medicare and all those things. So that's all going to be built into this plan as well too. And then the biggest feature of this is it's a state partnership qualified plan. So again, dollar for dollar, if they use $300,000 of long-term care down the road and they run out of their bucket of money, it's a shared care. They can dip into the other person's or they can just qualify for Medicaid and they can protect $300,000 of assets. So it gives them a lot of flexibility. And again, remember... This is a, um, they each have their own bucket of money, but it's one annual premium is going to pay for both of them. And that's going to be 5684 And that's broken down, you know, it's it's not exactly 50-50. Drew's going to be a little bit less. Drew's going to be about $2,400 of it. And uh, Megan's going to make up the difference, you know, about $3,300 a year. So, but combined, they're going to pay about $5,600 annually, that's just one payment a year, it's going to give them that bucket of money, it gives them automatic protection today, and that policy is going to grow over time. So what I love about this is, you know, what does it do for them? Well, number one, it provides them a a growing tax-free stream of income to pay for care, you know, in all settings, whether it's home or, or a facility, it provides that partnership protection. So they don't, you know, they don't have a lifetime long-term care benefit, but what they know is if they outlive their long-term care insurance, they can now qualify for Medicaid and they can protect their nest egg. They can protect those IRA accounts, the cash savings so that that other person doesn't end up broke. Now remember under the Medicaid rules, there's one thing you need to understand and that is that when you qualify for Medicaid, your income goes to pay for that care first. If you're in a married situation, you get to keep, and you're the healthy spouse. You get to keep all the income that comes into your name. And your spouse, if they're the one that's needing care, they're going to use their income first to pay for for care. So, in a situation like this, when you got two people that have a, um, you know, they have pension and they have social security, and let's just say that their their total income is eight thousand dollars a month. Well, if one of them did end up on Medicaid, four thousand of it would be gone. So that the community spouse would be living off of four thousand dollars. Well. That might be kind of a pinch if they want to stay in the house and keep you know their lifestyle kind of the same, so what they is so important about that is that they now can protect their nest egg they can re- protect that IRA account that they have so that that person can have that excess money to draw from, and they don 't have to worry about spending that down to pay for a long term care situation so it just gives them a really, really good flexible plan it 's not a huge plan, but it 's a growing plan it has the extra protection of the state partnership gives them a peace of mind. I love the survivorship on this because if one of them pass away and then basically the other person's going to have four years of long-term care coverage minimum, which again, when I say four years, that just means if they're pulling out that maximum amount of benefit every month, the plan would last a minimum of four years. It's got that joint waiver premium. So if something happens to one of them, the other person doesn't have to continue paying their premium. It's just a really nice, well-rounded plan. And again, they're simply going to pay that out of income, $5,600 a year, and they're going to be covered. And it's just, you know, it's a great spot for somebody that has a smaller estate, they're looking for some meaningful coverage, the state partnership plan gives them that extra layer of protection, and it's going to help keep them in their control options. And I will tell you, one of the biggest advantages of having long-term care is that if you do end up in a cognitive situation and you move into a place and they say, look, you need to pay two years or three years of care, and then we will accept the Medicaid reimbursements. That's where life or long-term care insurance can just be a lifesaver because you have the money to pay for that care, even if it's two or three years, and it protects the rest of your assets for the community spouse or for the healthy spouse. And so that's very, very powerful on this. So um, I got to take a quick break here, but when I come back, I want to share some information on other advantages of having a traditional long-term care insurance plan versus an asset base and when you might consider using one. So stick around. I'll be right back.
0: New asset-based programs protect your savings and your family and even pay you back if you never use them. Make sure your care is funded and managed in a time of need. Learn more and sign up for one of Brian's free live webinar classes at 525longtermcare.com.
2: As we age, we can't always plan on good health, but you can plan long-term care coverage to give peace of mind to you and your family. Hey, it's Mandy Connell, and a great way to learn about long-term care is to join my friends from 525 Advisors for their upcoming free long-term care planning live webinar. You'll learn so much. 525 Advisors will explain how long-term care works, what the coverage pays for, and you'll discover all the new options and different ways to fund a plan. They even have plans with lifetime benefits that pay you back if you never use it. Then when you're ready, 525 Advisors will design a custom plan with you, just like they're doing for my husband and me right now. I love how much time they've spent with us, and it's not just me. Read the reviews. People love working with Brian and Madeline at 525 Advisors. So get the great peace of mind long-term care coverage gives you. Go to 525longtermcare.com and sign up for the next free live webinar. That's 525longtermcare.com, 525longtermcare.com.
3: The fact is most of us have known somebody who needed long-term care. That's when a person reaches a stage in life requiring somebody else to help with basic daily activities due to physical conditions or a cognitive disease. Now, most of the time, long-term care starts in the home, which allows the individual to stay in a familiar setting. The price for long-term care can be expensive, and it could go on for years. Financial experts suggest purchasing long-term care insurance before you retire. Why? Because 7 out of 10 65-year-olds will need some sort of long-term care in the future. If you've never looked at long-term care insurance because you didn't know where to start, now you know where to start with 525 Advisors. 525 Advisors, local experts specializing in long-term care insurance, and they have plans that are guaranteed to pay you back if you never make use of them. Protect yourself and your family members from the financial cost of
0: extended health care. Go to 525LongTermCare.com. Sign up for the next free long-term care live webinar with Brian Ott. Go to 525LongTermCare.com. This is Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott. Listen and learn information from a certified long-term care planning specialist. You can email your questions to radio at 525advisors.com.
1: And welcome back. Thanks again for uh, sticking around with us on Long-Term Care Radio this week. Again, uh, we do have our classes coming uh, this month in April. It's hard to believe we're in April. I mean, April's kind of... Uh, I got to be honest with you. It's, um, you know, it's 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 my mom's birthday. It's my aunt's birthday. Then I'm at the beginning of May, but it's kind of the mud season. You know, growing up in uh, in skiing Wolf Creek as a kid, you know, it was just it's Forest Service land, so they pretty much always closed April 15th, even if they had the snow. And I always kind of struggle a little bit with April, but I cannot believe we are in April already. And by the way, it's it's tax time for those of you to start thinking about getting your taxes done. I just. Got a call from my CPA this morning, so it's time to get all that stuff in order if you haven't done that. But anyway, um, you've heard the ads. We have a couple classes coming up, uh, the 16th and the 21st. And again, why attend the class? Um, I will tell you that we have a different approach here at 525 Advisors. And number one, we want to start with education. You're not ever going to hear me get on the behind the microphone here and say, look, you need to call me and get your quote today. That's, that's not what we do. We, we're so far past that with our clients. What we do is we educate, and then we design custom plans. And the reason why I've taken this approach is because, you know, my father died back in uh, 2006 in an accident in January. And it changed everything. Uh, You know, he's only 60 years old. My mom was 61. And so I thought, wow, you know, we've got to start looking at things differently here now because my dad's not around. My mom's got scoliosis. Uh, She inherited that from her mom, which is what got my grandmother into a long-term care situation. So, I went out and I started looking for long term care insurance plans. And, folks, I got so frustrated. Nobody, you know, all they did were spitting out quotes, you know, good and better best. Uh, here it is. And then I'd go home and I'd read about the company and be like, ah, oh, I don't want to be at that company. That's a, that company, or here's a facility only policy. What does that mean? I'd look that up and be like, well, it's a nursing home only. I don't want that. So, it, it just it was overwhelming to me how little. Um, most advisors actually knew about the subject matter. So I take it personally, and I'm really, you know, Madeline, our case manager, ended up living her high school years uh, with her mom in a long-term care situation. Her mom lost her job at Microsoft, ended up on Medicaid. And so we're just very passionate about this business here at 525 Advisors because it's, you know, Education first know what it is don't get sold something and I tell everybody be your own advocate when I'm talking to you about a company that I like I'm also going to tell you about the other companies But why do I maybe like this company better than the other one? But here's the information on them you make the decision ultimately you feel comfortable that you're making the right decision and you're not getting sold something because so many people buy product out there and they don't know what it is and so that's why we have the radio program That's why we have the class. The class is just a great way for you to find out about what long-term care is, what it pays for, where it pays for care, how do you trigger a plan, what's the difference between a traditional and an asset-based plan, what does Medicaid really pay for, what does Medicare really pay for, what are the downsides of self-insuring. We cover all of that information in a tiny little 45-minute package, and then we answer your questions. And the idea, again, is to... Just get you in a position where you're more comfortable with the subject material so that when we do start to talk about your situation we can get down to you know the the nuts and bolts and really design a custom plan for you that a will be meaningful you to you just like drew and Megan you know it's a smaller plan but it's gonna be very meaningful for them and then what's the best way to fund it they didn't have a bunch of assets that they could just move over but they had the extra cash where they could make an annual payment Now you might be somebody that just sold a business or sold a rental property and you just want to do a one and done lump sum asset base. Well, maybe that makes sense for you. So we're going to help guide you through that process, but the class is a great way to start. So again, the 16th and the 21st are the two days in April. So look for that on our website at 525longtermcare.com. So again, asset-based plans are, you know, honestly, that's like 80% of all the business that is being generated out there, these hybrid or asset-based plans. And they're relatively new. I say relatively. We have some asset-based plans that have been around for 30 years, but we've seen a lot of carriers bring out those new asset-based plans after the Pension Protection Act went into place in 2010 because it removed some of the tax complications inside the plans and gave us new tax-efficient ways to fund those plans. In the meantime, the traditional market has gone from 120-plus companies down to fewer than 10 But there's still a very meaningful market out there for traditional long-term care insurance. And the reason why so many of the carriers got out, I'll just be honest with you, it's just the interest rate environment. When you write a check, you know, like Megan and Drew are going to write that check for $5,600 every year, well, the insurance company has to go out and buy some government treasuries. They have to have cash reserves to offset that liability, which is the future claims that they're going to be responsible for. So what's happened is treasury rates have gone, you know, from a thirty-year treasury that was paying north of ten percent down to you know one point seven percent at the end of the year. So a lot of companies just haven't figured out how to, you know, make these things work in this low interest rate environment. So a lot of the companies have just kind of gotten to the sidelines. But that being said, some of the older companies, the better A plus rated companies that are still out there today are well vested and well backed up and they figured out how to make this work and there's still a great market out there for these traditional plans so when would you consider a traditional plan versus an asset base or hybrid number one if you have a smaller estate so just like drew and megan perfect thing you know you've got good income maybe you have pension and social security and you've got your house paid for but you know your nest egg is maybe you got $150,000 150000 or $200,000 in your IRA it's not really going to be providing a ton of retirement income, but we can protect that. So smaller estates, traditional plans work great. Business owners, another thing, especially if you're a C corporation. A C corporation is not limited to writing off long-term care insurance premiums. So they can do a traditional on a 10-pay basis, which is a much more expensive premium, but the policy is paid up in 10 years. They can deduct 100% of that premium. Or they can do a pay-as-you-go and deduct 100% of the premium. If you're an S-corporation or a partnership or a sole proprietor, you can deduct up to the IRS limit. So that's another place that we kind of look at tax deductions. Traditional plans work very well because you can, even a C-corporation can write off 100% of the premiums for the employees. And then the benefits still come back tax-free when that person goes on claim. Now, you have good income, but again, not necessarily liquid assets, meaning, so again, we talked about the pension, but let's say that you own a couple of rental properties, you own three or four rental properties, so maybe on the balance sheet, you're worth $5 million, because you have an apartment building, and you know, I had a lady out here that had three different apartment buildings. So she had great income. I mean, just tremendous income, but her assets were not liquid. If she needed to sell one of those apartment buildings, well, it's not like you know going and cashing a check at the bank. It, it takes a while. So a lot of times we will look at that as maybe a, tr- a good traditional plan because as long as she's going to keep those rental properties and rents are going up, she can afford to make those annual payments year after year on the traditional plan. So we look for situations like that. And then also... If you are healthy enough to qualify for the best rating. So, again, Megan and Drew had zero health issues. They got the top rating. And, again, rating, think of that as A, B, C, D, you know, A being the best. That means the same policy, the same benefit is going to cost you less than if you're a C rating or a D rating. So if you're really healthy, you can always look. You want to compare a traditional plan because the thing about a traditional plan is, that you know they're gonna they're more stringent on their underwriting because remember as soon as you take out that plan you're covered but you go get hit by the bus tomorrow guess what you're not making any more premiums and if you've got a lifetime benefit on a traditional plan you could be on claim for 20 years and have just made the one premium payment the asset based plans if you're paying over time most of them have that waiver premium built in as well but you're making much larger payments because you're most of those people are paying that within 10 years or five years or they're even just doing a single payment. So again, we want to just, we're not telling you that there's a right, right way or, or or a wrong way on long-term care planning. What we're doing is we're saying for your situation, what makes sense. If you've got a lot of hard assets that aren't liquid, sometimes we need to look at a traditional plan. If you're setting on a ton of liquid assets and you got most of them in bonds and savings and CDs because you don't want to be in the market, well, you know what, a lot of times that's when we want to just look at maybe repositioning some of those assets into a guaranteed asset-based plan so that then we have the leverage guaranteed and you're going to get your money back either way. So, again, just a lot of options out there. And that's really, you know, our whole attitude here at 525 Advisors is don't try to, you know, pencil yourself into just one position. What we want to do is look at your situation find out what you've got where you're at what makes sense for you and sometimes maybe it makes sense like i did when i was in my 40s i had a traditional plan and then i replaced it with an asset-based plan down the road and so there's all kinds of things that we can help and discuss again lots more information on our website at 525 longtermcare.com you can also sign up for our classes coming up in april and if you have a question for us just click on radio uh, tab there and there's a place you can send us a question we'd love to get those have a great weekend we'll be back next week
0: You've been listening to Long-Term Care Radio with Certified Long-Term Care Planning Specialist, Brian Ott. You can download and subscribe to the podcast at 525longtermcare.com and learn about all the long-term care planning options available. If you have questions for Brian or would like information about any of his upcoming long-term care webinars, go to 525longtermcare.com. Be sure to join us next weekend for another edition of Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott. For information, show schedules, and podcasts, go to 525longtermcare.com.